for some reason, every time I, I get up to speak, I always think about um, telling something funny. So, y'all, y'all, is it okay if I share? Yeah. Yep, some of y'all probably know it. It's a kind of a, it's a dad joke or a corny joke, but do y'all know what the dog said when he saw the sandpaper? Rough. You'll get it in a minute. When you get it, it'll be okay for you laugh. If we hear you bust out laughing right in the middle, you know. Well, no. Oh, they got it. <laughs> okay, well, we're, um, we're going to talk about faith for healing this morning. You guys ready? God's been good to us, hasn't he? Kind of weird. Uh, it's kind of weird for me getting up here and not having my guitar and yeah. and singing and everything. But maybe we'll sing later. Uh, well, we're going to look at Luke chapter five, and uh, let me let me just talk to God for just a second before we start. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We're so very grateful that we get to do that. We love you so very much. We thank you for this awesome day that you've given to us. It's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for us to just to just love on you, to take a step of faith today, and we do that, Father. We, your word tells us that we're supposed to pray for our daily bread, and so we ask that today that you, that you give us a word for right now, yes. give us a word for today, that we can act on it today, and please you today, be, be honoring you, pleasing you. It's what we truly want more than anything is to just love you, to believe you, to trust you, and we do that this morning. And we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. But we're look, Okay, so we're going to be looking in Luke chapter 5, and we're going to start about verse 17, we'll, and I'm going to read verse 17 through 26, and it kind of is just going to set all of all what we're going to be talking about this morning. But Luke chapter 5, let me fix my electronic device here. Um, it says, uh, Luke five seventeen, and it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and led him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say, Your sins be forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power upon earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto you, arise and take up your couch and go into your house. And immediately he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have str seen strange things today. Now, uh, let me just say a couple of things before I get to my first point. Whenever we're believing God for something, we really basically need two things. We first need to have his power, all right? And I'll explain a little bit more about the power. And then we also have to have faith, okay? 
And we see that here in, this, in this, these verses right here. We see that Jesus was teaching the word, and it says the power of the Lord was present. You, you guys know that anywhere that the word of God is being spoken, the power is there. Power is available. It doesn't, it's not anything special. Wherever the word is. If we, if we are at the house and we just open our Bibles and we read, when, and we read, he took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses, Matthew 8, 17. The power of God is available. Yeah. You just made the power of God available. Amen. All right? God's ready. God's not waiting. He's not waiting on us. I mean, we're not waiting on him. He's waiting on us. He, yeah. he's, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. All right? And then the second thing we need is we need faith. And we see that here too, right? We see God's power was available, and we see that faith was there. The man had faith. And what happened? He got what he, he, got what he came for. And it'll work the same way for us. And it's not just healing. It's any promise that we see that's in his word, whatever God promises. If you find it in the word, it's God's will, you can have it. But my first point is, and I know I got it wrote, Power to be healed and faith are available where the word is spoken. Amen. Anytime you hear the word, there's power available, there's faith available. Now, we got a little bit of decision. You know, we've got to decide. To, to, if I told you guys, you know, how many, how many of you guys, when you heard the gospel the first time, you responded and you got born again? Is there anybody? First time you heard Jesus? First time? Awesome. Okay. Usually it doesn't happen that way, though. I was raised in church. But I didn't get born. I didn't get born again until I was like 18. I had heard it. I'd have people come up to me in uptown and preach the gospel to me, and I wasn't ready to accept Jesus. I knew I wasn't. I and I told one guy once. I said, I said, I can quote every scripture you're telling me. I know what you're saying, but I'm not ready to accept Jesus. I told a guy that once, but I wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready. But eventually, I heard it one night. And I thought. You know what? It's it's time. It's time to it's time to accept Jesus. Anybody else with me there? You had to hear it. We had to hear it a few times. Okay, and that's okay. But any time where the word is 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 heard or spoken, power is available. Faith is available. Romans ten seventeen says so. Then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. Well, sometimes it's not gonna faith is not gonna be present just the first time you hear it. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we have to hear it a few times, right? I mean, I'd like to have, a, I'd like to have more money. Who, who, who here wouldn't want to have more money, right? And God promises that we can, but it ain't going to happen overnight, is it? We can't just get up here and, hey, Lord, a million dollars would be nice. And then, poof. I mean, God could do it. He could do it. But normally it doesn't happen like that. And that's okay. We'll just keep believing God and keep praying, right? All right? So let's go ahead and go to point number two. Point number two, faith does not give up. Let's look at, let's look at, let's look at uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 19. Let me back up here to it. It says, Luke 5, 19. These men, of course, you know, there's four guys carrying this man that's, that's paralyzed, okay? Four guys are carrying a paralyzed guy trying to get him to Jesus, all right? And it says when they couldn't figure out a way to get in there because there was so many people, they, they went up on the housetop and let him down through the tongue. Verse 19 says, And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up on the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. Now, depending on who you are, 
you, you may not necessarily be looking at this as a good thing, her faith, right? You know, Jesus said, when, he, when Jesus saw them doing it, he, he, it says he saw their faith, right? Because they weren't going to let anything get in their way. That's what, and that's what faith is. Faith does not give up. Tanya just said, Tanya just was talking about a situation in her life where she's believing God, but then she started speaking the other way. Well, see, that was that giving up. But faith doesn't give up. Now, she did. Thank God she didn't. Thank God she didn't give up completely and just say, well, forget this whole Christian thing. You know? Thank God, right? <laughs> and it's okay if we fall. It's okay if we, it's okay if we doubt. It's okay as long as we get up. As long as we say, Lord, forgive me. It's when we, it's when we, it's when we refuse to believe, that's when you're in trouble. When we refuse to believe, that's when you're in trouble. But doubt, it's okay. It's okay. God's okay with our doubt. He'll help us. God help me, he will, all right? But we cannot give up. We got to make sure that what we're saying lines up with the word. We got to make sure that what we're acting on lines up with the word. These guys weren't going to give up. For, I mean, how, what if you were the homeowner? Hey, you're, you're breaking my roof. You know, that probably wasn't good for that guy, right? Hopefully, it didn't tell us, but hopefully those guys fixed his roof. Back, you know? <laughs> Man, I'm never inviting Jesus in my house again. <laughs> Every time the house gets tore up. <laughs> I wonder how many times that happened in Jesus' ministry. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. People tearing the roofs up. You know, if you, if you read Scripture, you know, you see people copied other people a lot of times. I wonder how many more roofs got tore up after that day. Jesus might have said, you know what, maybe I, maybe I won't go inside the house so often, you know. I'll go out, I'll go out on the mountain where I can handle more people, you know. <laughs> we need to go out there in the field where, you know, a whole lot more people can line up. But, but don't give up on your faith, Amen. especially with healing, because you can look at your body and go, well, I'm not healed. I'm not. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, I remember a story that Rachel talked about here a while back, and she said, I was talking to some people, and I told them I was healed. I lied. <laughs> well, you're not lying, but you're not lying. And you know why you're not lying? Because you're saying what the Word says. If Jesus stood before us today, what do you think he would say about our health? He would say, you are healed. He would say, you are healed. You are healed already. I've done it. And if you just believe, you'll have it. So let's not give up on our faith. Let's hold on to it. Don't change what we're saying. Change what we're doing. Just keep on. Keep on acting, acting right, talking right, doing what the Word says for us to do. All right, let's look at our third point. Third point, it is just as easy to receive healing as it is to receive salvation. Now, sometimes we don't think so. Sometimes we don't think so. Uh, uh, Rusty was saying here just the other day that if God will, if God will recreate your spirit, in the new birth, how easy is it for him to heal our bodies? Now, I know that, again, it's, again, it's when we ask Jesus, Jesus, forgive me, I, I want to be saved, I want to be born again, and you receive him into your life, and, you're, and you are born again, we can't see that change. Now, now we, can, we can kind of in, in the way our life, you know, you know, so, you know, I know, and then we look at our bodies, well, I can see that I'm not, it's not healed, you know. But as far as God's concerned, it's, 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 it's just as easy to receive our healing. And I'm, and I'm going to show you some scriptures to prove that. 
Let's look at five, uh, Luke 5, 20. And, G, and it says, when Jesus saw their faith, of course, you know, they're letting the guy down through the roof. You know, if you're paralyzed, if you're paralyzed and you got four guys letting you down, that's, that's faith, isn't it? You know, some, some people will say, well, the four guys had faith, but I don't know about the paralyzed guy. Yeah, he had faith. Hey, man, we're going we're gonna to lift you up on the roof and then let... No, you ain't going to let... I ain't going to... How many of you know the paralyzed guy said, let's go. Let's do it. Come on. We, Jesus is in there. We can, we can get healed. And you know that's what they were saying. If I, if I get in there, I'm getting healed. I mean, that's why they went to such length. And that's the way we should be. Just such tenacity that we don't give up. Okay? But uh, Luke 5, 20, it says, And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said to them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say your sins be forgiven you, or to say rise up and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power upon earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the palsy, I send you arise and take up your couch and go into your house. The only difference was what Jesus said to him. That was the only difference. At first he said your sins are forgiven. And then, and then there at the end there he says arise and take up your bed and walk. So the only difference was what, what we, he heard Jesus say. Well, listen, we'll look at this. Look at this right here. Let's go and look at... Um, there's, there's one scripture I'm going to take you guys to, but I'm going, to sh I'm going to show you or just mention a couple others. Jeremiah 17, 14 says, Heal me, O Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me, and I'll be saved, for you are my praise. Look, look, look at that. Healing and, healing and salvation, same. First Peter, 1 Peter 2, 24, anybody know what that says? Yes. Who his own self bore our sin, bear our sins in his body on the tree, that we being dead to sins, that we should live unto righteousness. And then what does it say? By whose stripes you were healed. Salvation and healing. Salvation and healing. Let's look at James chapter 5. And I think that's the one we have. James chapter 5 verse 14 and 15. Is any sick among you? James asks. He's asking the church. Is there anybody sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if... He have committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Healing and, healing and salvation. God doesn't differentiate. God doesn't. When God says, you're saved, you know what he's saying? Healed. Delivered. Protected. Provided. Jesus didn't die on the cross once for salvation. And then, well, hey, in a... You know, after, after the millennial reign, he's going to die again for our, for our healing. No, 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 no. Once and for all. When he died on the cross, took care of all of it. He met every need that you'll, that you'll ever have. He took care of everything. Isn't it great to, to, to think about that? I mean, God, you just... Wait a minute, God. When I said, Jesus, I believe in you, you took care of my finances too? Sure did. You protected me from every evil? Yes. You delivered me from and through any troubles, plagues. Yes, did it all. he did it all on the cross. We don't have anything to worry about. He took care of every bit of it. Saved us, and he healed us. Isn't that fantastic? Fantastic, fantastic. When I, I tell you, when I first heard that, I thought, it can't be this easy. 
It can't be, but it is. It is. the. You know that saying, uh, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is not. Well, with Jesus, it is. That's how good he is. Isn't that fantastic? That's our champion. That's our master. Fantastic. Well, let's look at our, let's look at our last point. Glorify God. Luke 5, verse 26. Let me get my, my book over here. It says, and immediately he rose up, verse 25, and immediately he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. Now notice, they weren't glorifying God. They didn't glorify God when the guy was paralyzed. When did they glorify God? When he got healed. You know, there's, we can learn something from this. How about, how about when we're in the middle of our trouble, we go ahead and glorify God then? You know, what happened was they were acting on seeing the manifestation of whatever it is they were believing God for. What, you know, he, was, he was there to get healed, all right? And it, but he glorified God when he saw the healing. You know, when they, okay, whew, got it. Now let's go. Well, why not before we see the healing? Why not before we start glorifying God? If, 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 if the devil is attacking you, you know, if the devil is attacking you about something, what do you think he's thinking if you're going, whoa, I'm healed. He's like going, what? He's, he's looking like, he's healed. But, and the devil might even can see you're not healed. But wait a minute. I don't see no difference. But when you start glorifying God, the Bible tells us when we begin to praise, it's strength to us. The devil can't hang around for that. He won't hang. He won't hang. He won't hang around. And besides that, even more important than that, you're acting on your faith. When you're dancing around and you're saying, "I'm healed," "I'm healed," I mean, you're acting on your faith. It's just strengthening you more and more, and you're getting closer and closer to seeing that manifestation of whatever it is that you're you're believing for. So, in closing, let me. Let me read one scripture to you. I thought about Psalms 103 as well. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who what? Forgives your iniquities and heals your diseases. There's salvation and healing again. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. But Psalms 13, verse 6, and I think that's what he's got in there. Okay, you had Psalm 103. I didn't know you had Psalm 103. Okay. Psalm 13, 6 says, I will sing unto the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. That's all those blessings right there. Every blessing he has, we, he's given it to us. It's fantastic, isn't it? Well, well let, me, let me pray. Father, we, we love you this, this morning. We thank you so much for your revelation that we are saved and we are healed. That you have blessed us with every blessing in Christ Jesus. There's nothing missing. We are completely taken care of, and we are so grateful for that. We just love you and honor you. This morning, we bless you. We thank you that we get to be in this place together and hear your word. It sets us free, Lord. We grab a hold of it with all that we, all that we have. We are hungry. We are thirsty for you this morning, 
And we just thank you for it. We thank you for working out salvation and healing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.